0: Welcome to Waiting for Review, a, a show that follows the journeys of two iOS developers. I'm Dave Knott, an iOS developer from Devon, England. And I'm Dave Wood, an iOS developer in Wellington, New Zealand. Join us as we discuss the development, code, and technology of our journeys. Okay, so okay. big week this week. Um so we've had the keynote on Tuesday, which took place at the Steve Jobs Theatre in Apple's new headquarters, Apple Park. Um, so we saw Apple Watch, Apple TV, iPhones, loads of cool stuff. Um, I thought we'd start just by touching on the theatre itself. Um, but to me, I thought the theatre looked really, really cool. I don't know how your thoughts were, Dave.
1: Yeah, it looked pretty awesome. Um, I sort of found myself... Um Wondering if there were going to sort of be any um, attempt to kind of get people in there at the next WWDC or anything like that, um, which I don't know. I don't know how likely that is or isn't, um, but it it looked like a good space.
0: Um, uh, yeah, it struck me as maybe a bit too small. Yeah, because uh, was it seats okay. a thousand people thereabouts? So I think WWDC would probably need to go bigger than that. I would guess. Yeah. Even if it was just for the keynote, let's say they just did the keynote there and then they, you know, had everyone back at the convention center for the main sort of week of, uh, you know, conference. Yeah. I don't know, maybe a little, maybe a little bit too small for that. Um, but I think the biggest thing that, um, I couldn't stop looking at the staircase. That was the biggest thing for me, that staircase that came down from sort of the entrance, Mm. which I guess is just a big circular space, which in itself was really cool. Um, that staircase to me was was the coolest bit. I think the um, sort of the way the handrail was integrated into the wall. I just couldn't stop looking at that staircase. That was that was the coolest thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought the um, thought the little intro video they started with was was pretty cool. Um, kind of made me feel a little bit sad, uh, which I think was kind of the the point, perhaps.
1: Yeah, the look the look back to Steve Jobs and kind of hearing his voice again um yeah it definitely felt quite sad sort of hearing that and, and seeing that and then also um you're just sort of thinking how fast stuff has still sort of continued to come as well uh, it doesn't really sort of seem like five minutes to me sort of since, since he, he passed away um but actually if i sort of think back to that's almost kind of a midpoint now isn't it in terms of the lifespan of the phone
0: what would it be now coming up six years in october yeah I so, said yeah that's crazy it's crazy to think think about it because I don't think of it as that long ago in terms of my own life no um and yeah it's six years it's a long time but it's kind of um it, it was uh it sort of seeing Tim Cook on stage you could tell he was visibly struggling I think certainly at the beginning there was a few kind of moments where he had to sort of sort of swallow hard and you know sort of take a breath and carry on so you can, I, th- I think it's obviously still very raw I think uh, even though he said it we can now look back on it I think he said we can look back on Steve with joy now of, rather than sadness yeah but I think you can tell it was still still pretty like a fresh wound still just in the way the way he was talking it's still very very big thing for them and understandably so yeah uh, but yeah I thought it was a nice touch to open the keynote with but for that especially when they said you know, he can open his own theatre kind of thing. That was, that was a cool touch. Okay. So should we go through the products that were uh, announced? Yep. All right. So um, first up then, I guess we've got Apple Watch.
1: Yeah. So we've got brand new Apple Watch sort of on its way and it's got, um, it's got cellular in there now. I think is sort of the big deal there really, isn't it?
0: Yeah. That's definitely the headline feature.
1: Yeah. Um, Heavily dependent on the the carrier, um, so I know it's not supported in in every country, uh, and it's certainly not straight out of the out of the box. Um, you have to be on a, a network that supports it, um, which I think was always going to be the case because this is an idea of the, the it's a um, the sim is is embedded within the watch itself, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. a, a soft sim of sorts, um, and so that that needs configuration on the carrier side to actually work, it means that you are essentially just on the same plan with your watch and and your phone, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, so you've got two devices hanging off the one plan. Yeah. With an additional charge in a lot of cases.
1: Yeah, exactly. Even though it's coming from the
0: same bucket of data and everything there's still (laughs) dextra. Yeah. Yeah. So can you can you get it in New Zealand? I didn't really look when you know when Um, they throw up the list of countries. I always look for UK and then it goes away.
1: I don't believe I can, um, which is again part of my reason for sort of raising that up front. Um, yeah, I don't think it's supported in in New Zealand yet. Um,
0: so you'd so probably be on like the second wave of pro- uh, countries that get introduced.
1: Yeah, I imagine so. Unless it it just skips this generation completely, and that's that's a possibility. Um, it's all dependent on the carriers um, whether they agree to it or not, or have the things in place for it. Okay. so i suspect what's more likely is that it will be a sort of delayed rollout for that version of the watch um as as you know carrier does decide that yeah they're gonna support it um and i think obviously it means that the, the watch will still be released over here um that version but it won't be the cellular version no okay. um so no no red tinged crowns for us <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, um-
0: EE that are going to be doing it here in the uk right um, which is who i'm with um although i heard that it will only support lte so 4g right so if, you, if you're in an area with no 4g but you have 3g it just you'll just get nothing which struck oh, that, me as a little bit odd
1: severely limits its its use uh um, yeah i
0: mean especially where i live <laughs> it's <laughs> it's not the greatest around here for um, for any mobile signal never mind 4g
1: no, I'd I'd have certainly for what I remember of 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 the UK as a whole, like three G has got to be the sort of base, really. Yeah. Um. So now that that's a shame because the the sort of primary use of that for me would be I can put my watch on, go for a run, and just leave my phone on the side. I'm not going to be looking at it. I'm not going to be, you know, have any need of that screen. Uh, um. But an actual um telephone um something to monitor my fitness my heart rate all of that with my music on it with siri being able to access you know, apple music i don't know whether other services are going to be able to run properly through it or what i assume spotify probably can
0: um, uh yeah i don't know i hope they can um, i i don't know whether they'll be able to out of the box or whether yeah or, or not but to me that's definitely the killer app having the music on your wrist
1: yeah, music on your wrist, being able to, like I say, in my, in my circumstance, I would want it for going for a run. Um, and I don't think I've ever been in an area where I could guarantee 4G throughout the whole of that run. Um, so that would be that would be a bit of a pain.
0: Yeah, I'm going to keep an eye on that because it seems like the kind mm. of thing that there might be a small little press release somewhere that says, "Oh no, we'll do three G as well." But it, it, I heard, when I heard it, I thought, "No, surely not." That's a mistake. Yeah, um, but yeah, I've, I've definitely keep an eye on it and see how that one unfolds because that that seems severely severely limiting, especially for me around here. I mean, I'm lucky if I get three G sometimes. Never mind uh, anything else. So yeah, um, for me but- though, I don't I don't think it's the product for me in any case. Um, the question I keep asking myself is would I ever leave the house without my phone? And the answer is in all cases for me, no, I, I would always, always take my phone. So I don't yep. really think this whole cellular thing is, is, is really a thing for me at all. I mean, you mentioned for you kind of running and things like that. I, I don't really run if I'm perfectly honest. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I can't, I can't see myself ever being in a position where I want to go out for a run and only take my watch or, or, or whatever. So yeah, I can see why it's great for a lot of other people. Uh, yeah. But I think, I think I'll sit the cellular out.
1: It's, um, I think there's, there's something there though, with the watch As somebody, I don't know whether it was a tweet I read at the time um, or something. Somebody has actually you know sort of said to me, because I, I was um, actually watching the keynote with my, my coworkers at paper kite. Um, we were up at, um well, I was up at half four in the morning. I think others were up slightly earlier even to, to get into the office for five uh, to watch the keynote live. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, my, my point was that um, we some, – somebody said at the time, um, online or in real life, I don't know, but that the watch um, has essentially managed to maintain the same same form factor and still be, you know – just as as useful if you like as it was when it first came out and the fact is that they got a lot of the the watch's functionality right sort of on day one with the watch as well um i mean it's had various bits that have needed tweaking and sorting out and um you know it has iterated over, over the last few years since it we started with i guess what is now termed version naught is it the sort of very first oh, the series the, the series
0: 0 yeah yeah uh,
1: um but you know i mean i'm i'm wearing a, a series 0 if you want to call it that now and i don't really feel hard done by in terms of it it not being able to do certain things it's it certainly you know it's slower obviously i know that um than sort of the the latest versions um but equally it's it's still kicking around running you know watch OS 3 right now i will upgrade it to to 4 pretty soon um so it's it's a a funny product i guess in, in
0: terms I, I, yeah. of this i um, i don't feel that my watch is going to age as badly as my phones have and probably will age in the future yes purely because i don't ask very much of my watch therefore my series 0 which relative to the series 3 is probably insanely slow right now yeah um but then i don't really ask it to do very much therefore i, d- I don't feel hindered by its its slowness i mean I, I check the time um i also check what time it is with you because i've got your wellington time on my watch face so i know i'm not going to wake you up if i send you a message <laughs> um i've got the weather which i check quite frequently yep yeah. Um, mainly to see what percentage chance of rain it is. And again, that takes a couple of seconds to come up. That's fine. Um, and I sometimes launch overcast if I'm walking just to play or pause. That's basically all I do with it. Right. So to me, the watch is definitely a luxury. It is, it is a 100% luxury. I mean, I really, really like it. There was a day last week where I left the house without it right well, i just simply forgot or i think it was dead or something like that and all the time i was going to my wrist and there was nothing there so i did miss it and i do really like it but it is definitely a luxury for me um, yeah i think we said on on our very first podcast if you know if the watch was to find its way you know in in a big puddle of water or or got broken or something i probably wouldn't be rushing to the store to get another one however if yep. it were the phone I would be in the car within an instant, head into the shop to get a new phone. Um, so yeah, definitely a luxury product. Really like it. Um, but I think for me anyway, especially not really as a person that dives deep on the whole fitness thing. Maybe maybe I should, I don't know. But I'm certainly not <laughs> at the moment. Um, I I feel like it can do all the things I want it to do and I don't really feel like it's very slow. So the Series Zero for me is still as functional as it was on day one. I don't feel like it's gotten worse. You know, as the OS has come out, phones typically get slower, don't they, each year, in, in yeah. the way that my 6 is now incredibly slow with iOS 11. Um But, yeah, I can see this watch going on quite happily for another couple of years at least, I, I, I would mm. guess.
1: And I think, similar to yourself, I definitely classify it as, as a, a luxury thing. Um You know, it's, it's nothing like a device like a phone in terms of how sort of basically essential it is because it's not. Um, but yeah, I think for me, um, if mine were to suddenly suddenly sort of die tomorrow, no, I wouldn't be replacing it either. But I would eventually be replacing it for, you know, the latest and greatest sort of as as and when down the line. Um, it would be a sort of luxury purchase kind of category you know when when I feel I have that sort of money to to play with um but it's nice to sort of see that the watches are continuing to improve um and so for for that moment where you know you, you do go and get get a new one whenever that moment is um you know you are going to be getting something that is faster is better and yes yeah. has, has had some of that love sort of poured into it
0: um and I think you'll probably be grateful at that point that it has continued to advance yeah, it's almost like when you, you feel like you don't need the latest and greatest, and then you have it, and then you can't go back to what you had before. Yep, I think it's going to be very much like that.
1: Um, but I think there's—I I, I want to move on from from the watch, um, just in terms of sort of talking about the event. But I do think there is a a kind of um, a potential there with the watch, sort of down the line, um, as we sort of move into more and more sort of devices and device kind of um, categories. So we've got things like the the um, AirPods and there is the watch obviously sort of sitting there doing its thing. And if there is a potential of some sort of like, uh, we, I don't want to go down there too far again, but the, the sort of augmented reality lens um, kind of category of product, if that is something that sort of exists in, in the sort of near to midterm future, um it would be interesting if the watch sort of starts to take over in terms of being the the thing you have that connects you or one of the things you have that that connects you and your devices to the internet um because of it now having the sort of LTE antenna and support so it being um, to the
0: lens what the phone was to the watch
1: yeah exactly um and combine that with with AirPods as well and you you know you've got do you reach a point where, you know, potentially you you just don't really need the phone in, in sort of quite the same ways as people have? Um, again, that that's that's if and wish, cast, <laughs> wish casting and future products that don't exist yet. But I I do have to wonder. It's it's now another device that can connect to the the internet, um, other than the phone. Does that therefore mean down the line, it it could be a kind of kind of base for that for other devices
0: yeah it certainly strength strengthens their hand for kind of yeah. future strategy doesn't it
1: yeah and, and i do quite like the idea that you could be you know potentially screen free if you were if these other devices and things sort of exist or things are going in that direction um not that i want to get rid of the phone you yeah, know i quite <laughs> like my phone i quite like developing apps for the iphone <laughs> but um you know, it's, it, it uh, yeah, it, it does make me wonder. Um, it could be, the watch could be the sort of hub for wearables um, with, with no real need for the phone.
0: Okay, Apple TV. Um,
1: yeah. Um,
0: do you have a 4K TV?
1: I don't have a 4K TV. I don't even have a 4K TV on its way to me on the boat.
0: Um, N- neither do it, I. Um, no.
1: No. Cool, um, next. <laughs> I think the only thing I really want to cover on the Apple TV was I was hoping that they would um, update the Siri remote.
0: Well, they did, Dave. They put a white circle around one of the buttons.
1: I know, I know. That's <laughs> such an amazing step forward. <laughs> um, yeah, so great if you're in the market for, a, for an Apple TV um, or if you've got a 4K TV and you're kind of feeling that the existing Apple TV just doesn't cut it um so that's cool Uh, but beyond that it's not really changed that much
0: the um on an os level the tv app that they have on there uh, yeah is now coming to the uk right but last time i checked and i haven't checked post keynote but when they first announced it i think back in october last year in the us netflix certainly wasn't on board with Mm. sort of having their content displayed within that TV app. Um, Plex certainly wasn't. When I think about it, Netflix and Plex, is basically all I watch on the Apple TV with a little bit of YouTube thrown in and a little bit of news apps. Yep. So if they don't do that, then it's largely pointless for me. So yeah, that's, that's fine that it exists, but I don't think it's going to be useful to me in any way. It's cool right. that the CPU got an upgrade though. Was it got the same chip as the iPad Pro?
1: yeah no that's quite impressive. I said it wasn't really updated much at all, but that is that is pretty impressive, um, four times faster apparently than the existing Apple TV yeah. before it um, in terms of the graphics capability um, so that's pretty cool and it always feels to me that there is um, it's, it's a platform kind of waiting to be unlocked still in in some ways um, as a console. Yeah, you're talking about a, a a box that's reasonably powerful that has as much power as it needs. You don't have to worry about draining a battery. Um and typically is going to be connected to a a full full H D screen or, or now higher. Um it, it it yeah, it feels like that there should be more sort of able to to coming into the Apple T V. So I, it does um, feel like
0: there's a strategy sort of behind mm. closed doors. So I mean imagine if it gets the um obviously we'll touch on this later, but if it gets like the, the new A eleven chip in a in a future generation. Yep. Um there could be some serious horsepower in that really. Um Although then you got the question of do they bundle it with a controller or do they just sell a controller separately, making it feel like the gaming is more of an afterthought and not really the core purpose of the product. It, the positioning it is going to be difficult, I think. Yep. As to what it is. Um, it'd make more sense, I think, if because they're still doing the thirty-two and the sixty-four gig, which seems a little bit confusing to me. Um, right? Because I, I, I never really knew why they had two in the first place. I mean, I bought the thirty-two, and I've, I mean, I don't really even know it's got thirty-two or sixty-four. It's almost irrelevant. So no, I'm because curious. of the
1: way it, it caches, and and apps are kind of expected to um, sort of kind of keep most of their stuff in the cloud really isn't it until you need it um the yeah general expectation is that things can kind of poof in and out of existence to the app and it has to be able to request it again if if not um so yeah i mean that 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 storage is just kind of cache space really
0: i guess it's if you want to install a load of games you might yeah you maybe want to go for a 64 but maybe if they were to launch a 128 version and bundle it with a controller and kind of label it as gamer edition or something i I don't know thinking out loud here but that can maybe be one avenue they do to position it as a as a console perhaps yeah but Um, yeah overall not yet (laughs) no if you've got a 4k tv and hdr um which is you know by all means go and buy it it's quite expensive though isn't it relative to the competition
1: yeah if all you are doing is is watching you know general streaming services that can be accessed from anywhere then there are much cheaper ways to do that now. Yeah. Um, I think Fire Stick and things like that sort of set up correctly can be quite quite good.
0: What, they about uh, $100 for the 4K version of a Fire Stick? I'm really not sure. Was um, it the Roku or something? I th- I, th- I seem to think the competition is around about $100 for 4K HDR stuff, and then the Apple TV's coming up. Is it 179 Yeah. So textbook Apple, but...
1: Yeah: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so next up was the iPhone 8 and the 8 plus. Um, arguably the the 7S and the 7S plus, I guess, in terms <laughs> of, uh, of form factor and, and, and everything else. Um, but then maybe not. You know, we, we're talking about glass bodies now as well, which look really quite cool.
0: Did't they just? Uh,
1: yeah, so it was that that they, it was very interesting actually, sort of seeing these and, and knowing that we had the uh, the iPhone X sort of coming up, and I refuse to call it ten. I'm sorry, it, it's it's an X to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see how the world adjusts to that, because when it, when it was a Mac OS X, people would say Mac OS X, and really that was quite a small segment of the general public that would probably be even using Mac OS and yeah. have to kind of think about that. But I think the iPhone is much wider reaching. Therefore yeah. it'd be interesting to see like the wider population, see how they deal with that. I, I suspect X will be how it's mostly referred to. Yeah. Um,
1: and I think, I don't know. I, th- I, th- I think this is um, the, the, the dev community and the Apple kind of online sort of Twitter community, I think. I think a lot of people are kind of leaning towards X anyway, um, but I do think there's something there in terms of, like you say, most people in sort of general public, I don't think, are going to be calling it the 10.
0: No, no, definitely um, not.
1: But uh, that aside, and we'll talk about the X, I guess, in a bit. Um, the The 8 and the 8 plus, what did you think, Dave?
0: I paid very little attention to the 8. But the 8 plus got my attention, um, which is probably no surprise given previous episodes. I am still torn as to which one to get. Um, (laughs) I've gone (laughs) from pillar to post on this one. I spent most of Friday thinking, yeah, I'm going to get an 8 plus. No question about it. And then where are we now? Sunday, I'm leaning towards getting a, a 10. But yeah. I suspect, ask me tomorrow, I'll probably be back to the 8 Plus territory. So <laughs> what I love about the 8 Plus is obviously it's screen size. And I am I need to think very carefully about what it is I want from, from my next phone. Because generally I look to keep a phone for two to three years. I've kept my 6 for now coming up just over three years. So what bothers me is that the iphone 10 is kind of being positioned as this is the future of the phone therefore if i'm going to keep this phone for three years and i don't get the 10 i'm basically buying what isn't the future of the iphone and i'm going to be stuck with it for three years yep so that's kind of the argument in my head is that if i go for the 10 at least i'm sort of on the right track i've sort of gotten on the bus to where the you know where the future's going as opposed to kind of stubbornly being like, no, I'll have the old stuff, thank you very much, and not yeah, yeah not embracing what all the new tech is. Um, that being said, when I look at it on paper, the Plus has got the A11 Bionic, which looks awesome, in that it's got six cores now. Um, is it two high-efficiency? Oh, no, sorry, two high-performance and four high-efficiency cores, I believe. Yeah. Um, it's got the glass back, which I've wanted ever since they stopped selling the 4S. Yeah. Um, to me now, the the is it the space gray they call it? The space gray eight plus with the glass back is now almost like the jet black seven that doesn't scratch. That's yep, kind of how we look at of it. The
1: glass back.
0: Yeah, I mean that they say it's going to be it's like the toughest glass they've ever made, so that shouldn't really get too knocked around. Um, so it should stay looking like a fairly pristine device for quite a long time, and then obviously it looks awesome in the same way that the seven does, but then you, you don't you don't get all the little nicks and scratches on it. So I'm I'm, I'm definitely excited about that. Um, yeah. new, new cameras, yeah, fine, that's all great. Down with that. And then you've got the wireless charging. I think the wireless charging looks really quite interesting. And I love the mm. fact that they've gone with the whole chi thing. Um just because it's it's nice to see Apple kind of embracing a wider standard and also trying to give back to that standard as well. Cause, uh, yeah. What did they said with their is air power?
1: Yes. Yes, they did. Um,
0: That they've kind of taken Chi and extended it, but they're willing to kind of throw back their knowledge into the standard and hope that it improves the standard. I think that's all really cool. Um, and not only that, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how now that chi has got a lot of support from obviously the Android side and now Apple, um, I think that kind of gives it a green light to be kind of rolled out around, you know, just in random places throughout the world, like coffee shops, airports, cars, um, et cetera. So I'm I'm really quite into that. And and then also uh, the 8 Plus is AR ready. And it's got the True Tone display. So in terms of like a feature list, it's ticking a lot of boxes. (laughs) And then the way the X... The, the X, the 10, <laughs> yeah. is it's got face ID and the screen's a little bit different. That's kind of the different... And, and I think that one of the, the 2X camera is uh, image stabilised and it's got a slightly yeah. different aperture. So that's kind of my dilemma. I, mm. I, I guess I need to... It's the screen on the X, the, the X, the 10... It's <laughs> um, going to be a problem <laughs> it is the, the screen is the biggest thing i need to think about because that's that's what's swaying me it's the edge to edge is it does look really really cool um but then what bothers me is is like the the usable real estate on the 10 is it that much of an improvement because at the bottom you've got the kind of the little drag handle thing for the home then at the top you've got the notch and when you look at the actual safe area that um i guess developers are kind of that's that's like their zone to be creative isn't it is it is it much is it better than the plus i'm not sure it is i, mm. I don't know i mean, where, where where are you on it are you, i'm guessing you're thinking 10 right
1: um i'm thinking x <laughs> 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 sorry dave um <laughs> no okay so um right now i'm not sure um i'm not sure whether i'm I'm even going to be able to sort of finance it properly or not right at this stage so it might be that i'm kind of sitting this one out a little while um i don't know yet but in any case i would i if choosing between um choosing between the x or the eight plus um i i'm favoring the x so um I think simply because it it is the next step in one way or another. Um, you know, whether having a notch is really where where things sort of level out at and, and stay or not, I think that's up for sort of debate. Um I, I kind of sit along the side of a sort of school of thought that says that um one of the reasons we have a notch on that phone is is simply because that's the only real way to do that right now. You know, you have to have a sensor array, and Apple's kind of chosen to to go with it being sort of ever present and, and kind of on the screen. Um but um so you know, with with that and with the the OLED screen itself, um I think it's things like the the contrast ratio that, that really make me sort of um, think about that over the other phone. Um, you know, putting aside everything else that that it comes with. Um, it's the fact that I think if you sit the two side by side, the the X is going to have the demonstrably, obviously, you know, better screen.
0: Yeah, um, that's hard to argue with.
1: Yeah, and, and, that's and a it's a 3X now, factor. isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It's a big pull factor to have that quality of screen. Um, and, you know, with, with it being the, 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 the direction overall of, 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 of where the iPhone is going, I, again, I don't, like you were sort of saying, the potential of being sort of three years into this phone um, before sort of then updating, I don't want to feel that far behind.
0: Yeah, um, that's that's what bothers me the most.
1: Yeah, and, and I think there's going to be a lot of situations here where um, sort of testing apps out and and getting into how things sort of behave um, on the on the X. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of situations where you do need the physical hardware to sort of really see it. Um, I don't know. I could be wrong. The simulator's obviously updated already in Xcode nine beta. Um, so you can you can test apps and everything there already, um, but no, I, I'm still getting the the sort of feeling that um, you know in terms of of being sort of really sure how things flow and feel on the device. You're just not going to be able to tell until you've got one in your hands. Um, as to sort of whether it's uh, the idea that you have for that app is really fully right. Um, I don't know. I might be wrong. But it sort of feels to me that I, I want one simply so I can sort of test apps on it as well and kind of be up to date and, and, and following the flow of things there.
0: Yeah, there is a lot to be said for that. The the whole OLED screen burn thing, I can't I can't get that out of my head. That's what's really bothering me. Mm. Um, because I, I found um, some articles online where in the OS there's reference to screen burn mitigation. Right. So that to me signals that screen burn is very much still a problem and they'll try and sort of fudge around it with software. But nevertheless, it's that it's still it's still a problem and that makes me a little bit uncomfortable. Uh, chances are, with the way the OS is anyway, it, there's kind of lots of translucent panels that are used and nothing really stays in the same place for very long. So, mm. except for the, what's the status bar. Yeah. So... Probably I'm reading too much into it than I, I really should be. Um, what has surprised me, though, is um, all the all the fuss about the notch that we've seen online. Um, I'm surprised that we didn't see more of this sooner given all the leaks. Mm. It almost seems like now it's actually been released. Everyone's like, oh, no, the notch. But we've known about this notch for, for ages and all, all yeah. the mock-ups we've seen. And basically what we saw announced was pretty much what the mock-ups were and all the artist's impressions and things yeah Um, so i'm surprised we've seen this level of fuss about it
1: Um, i think um for me on the day it was sort of seeing um even at the event there was a game i think that was displayed um where it had uh part of the part of one the on-screen controls was being clipped by the very edge of the screen
0: (laughs) yes yes yeah
1: um i mean all of that that sort of stuff sort of feels like it's it's solvable problems you know whether it's on the the app developer to update it or maybe there's there's a potential iteration to the os that kind of makes things um a bit better in that regard um you know obviously i've been watching all the stuff you've, you've about safe areas and things like that um in sort of terms of making sure that you lay things out and don't um don't expect um your your sort of top areas and everything else to be in places where they they no longer are um yeah. so you know update your app work with the apis things will be fine um but even so yeah seeing that 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 screenshot in the event was sort of felt a bit bit odd bit, a mm. bit off
0: lucky that both of my apps seem to be working fine with it i had to make a few yeah. few tweaks to space readers um but other than that, with Armchair, because I'm using basically you know, navigation controllers, tab bar controllers, all, all the kind of out-of-the-box stuff from Apple, and I haven't really messed with it too much. It's just behaving as it should, really. Um, so I'm actually kind of thankful that... Because there was a time when I started considering doing crazy stuff with collection views and table view controllers and sort of extending them probably to where I shouldn't. Yeah. Um, so I'm, kind of part of me now is like, yeah, Cool, you didn't do that and you just kind of played it safe and stuck with the official technologies should we call them so i think i've reaped re- 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 the benefits there yeah um, uh-huh. what do you think about all this stuff with landscape mode because i've seen a lot of people making fuss on twitter especially about landscape um mode in iphone 10 with the notch um, there's one particularly cool demo with a list of items in a table view and them kind of moving around the notch as they scroll fast, which I thought was a very clever, clever demo. Uh, yeah, I saw
1: that as well. Um, so I quite like that as a kind of, you yeah, know, quick mock-up. That that seemed to come out pretty quickly after after the event. I think it was within, within a day or so that that, that video went round. Mm. Um, yeah, but I, also that would get knocked out of the, that wouldn't be allowed into the App Store. Um, no. Uh. To me there it looks like a,
0: a little tongue in cheek demo kind of like, hee hey, you look what I've made and isn't oh, a funny yeah, kind of yeah, thing.
1: Yeah, totally. Um but but there you know, there will be people sort of thinking along the lines of, Oh, could we do something with the notch in that way? And I'm pretty sure the guidelines um structure There's a there's a line that is something along the lines of um about how you're not allowed to call attention to, to the notch. Right. Okay. Or, or doing do anything sort of UI specific with it, I, I think is is essentially what it, it says. Um. But um, yeah. So obviously that was a cute demo, but apps that do try and do that sort of thing um, are going to need to be be beware. They probably won't make it into the store. I think.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure I really care about the landscape thing because I never use my phone in landscape except for if I'm watching a video on YouTube or playing a game, which is now pretty rare. I don't really play games very much except for the odd quick go on tiny wings. But I, I the only phone I may consider using in landscape would be the plus due to the kind of increased real estate that it would give you mm. because anything on the size of a six... Or, or what the 10 is looking like it's going to be it just seems too much like a looking through a letterbox for my liking yeah so yeah the whole the landscape mode debate i'm just kind of a bit like well yeah whatever but i'm, I'm not really gonna use my phone in landscape unless like i you say it's no for video. so
1: i mean i like using my ipad in, in landscape but again it's huge and that is part of the point you know yeah um but my phone no i i tend to use it held in in one hand most of the time using the thumb to sort of tap around um which um yeah i think i think most people really do um so yeah i I don't particularly care to be honest in a lot of ways um as as a user certainly um i think you know maybe there are you know games and things where landscape is is sort of the the way you're going to want to use it but again if i've got my my phone held in that sort of fashion and i'm just looking at my phone now so i'm looking at my 7 and when i put that into landscape and i'm running a game on it if i look at the screen as it is with the um the the current edges on it essentially in that circumstance letter letterbox um so that the you're you're missing the notch and missing a bit off off the other side as well to keep things and to keep it um, symmetrical Yeah, yeah um you know worse off than you would have been with, with a seven or, or a seven plus in terms yeah. of, of, of how it is
0: yeah couldn't agree more
1: so yeah pr- not really that big a deal um
0: it'll all come out I in the wash think-
1: yeah. Yeah. Just um obviously got to watch watch those constraints and make sure you're not um sort of clipping clipping things. Um move things in lose loose the sides um and just get on with it I guess. Mm.
0: What do you think about Face ID because obviously it failed on stage but I mm. I'm determined not to let that color my opinion of it. Um especially now we've heard from Apple how they think it happened. Yeah. Um, in the uh, I think it was people setting up the stage, activated the phone a couple of times accidentally that Craig was going to use, and therefore the phone said, no, you're not Craig, no, you're not Craig, and then it went, right, I'm locking myself out and you need to give me a passcode to reactivate Face ID, much like would happen with Touch ID if you know random people kept going up and using the fingerprint sensor and it failed. Yep. Eventually it would be like, no, no more Touch ID, give me your passcode.
1: Which is absolutely um, what, it, what it should do at that point. Yeah.
0: Just massively unfortunate that it happened when it did um he he was an absolute star though
1: wasn't he? He was like, a hero he, wasn't he? He just did not miss a beat at all um you know obviously you know I remember like um my Twitter feed sort of starting to burn up with all oh, somebody's going to you know get fired after that and and all the rest of it, but in the moment he he just carried on and just rolled with it and that, that was quite awesome to sort of see really
0: yeah uh, he's a superstar on stage it's interesting actually because Craig used to be one of the um, what I would call the weaker presenters in that you'd see him looking quite visibly nervous on stage um, mm. but now like I would say he's probably probably the best I would say of of all of the Apple execs yeah um, and you can kind he, of hear the applause when he comes running out on stage <laughs> He's kind of we'll a oh, bit he, of a celeb now it's brilliant and it, it it does just sort
1: of feel like he's, he's kind of leaned into his, his image and his role as well. Yeah. Um, But uh, no, I mean like obviously I'm, I'm assuming like everybody now has kind of seen him uh, pulling faces at himself, um, sort of working with the, with the animojis. Um, (laughs) That, that whole bit though, um, I don't know. I, I, I found it, easy to i have found it easy in the past to be kind of cynical about emojis in general and and more and more i use them and then you know that that whole bit um i I just found amusing and you know fair play to the guy who kind of sold me on the idea of pulling faces at my phone (laughs) (laughs) um and more to the point i watched that obviously with with everybody that i work with but um that that night when i was back home um actually put the apple tv on and skipped into that part of the event to to show my kids um who equally they all thought you know he, he was he was quite funny to watch and the whole idea of the animojis actually themselves my my kids loved um yeah i think it's gonna I mean, be a big that, hit with regular yeah, people. Um, that uh, that could prove to be problematic. There's absolutely no way that uh, that either of them are going to get a phone of that price for them to to just pull faces <laughs> at each other on. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, I th- I do think that's actually going to be more of a a, a, a killer feature. The sort of things that the um, the face tracking opens up and the sort of experiences that they open up to people. You know whether that's you know playing about with Snapchats or and emojis or you know i mean even just having things like um apps that let let people try um makeup on and stuff like that you know use cases that i don't really have for my phone but plenty of people in the world do yeah um those sort of apps are going to be so much more enhanced by this this sort of facial tracking and i I think that's that's going to be quite powerful as the sort of time rolls on
0: Yeah, Um, again that's the little voice in the back of my head saying this is another reason why you should probably not get the 8 plus and buy the newest coolest thing because you know what's going to happen you're going to see one of these demos that uses all this face tracking stuff and i'm not going to have thought of that use case and i'm going to think wow that's amazing kind of like ar when it first came out because i kind of saw the first demo that they did at WWDC and I thought yep that's cool I can play games on a tabletop and then all these demos started coming out that I hadn't even considered were possible and I was like wow oh my god that's really cool yeah I feel like we might get a similar level of that with the facial tracking stuff so yeah that's another tick in the box for the 10 I think
1: yeah totally um so no I don't I don't know I don't think I can really help you with your your dilemma there Dave sort of choosing between the two, other than to say, yeah, these these are the the sort of edge cases and things that are going to creep out of having new stuff in in the X. Um,
0: maybe I should wait we... for the X plus. <laughs> um, well, you now might have talking. to then we would be talking.
1: You might have to wait anyway, though, because of the um the potential of um sort of them being quite constrained on launch.
0: Yeah i I wouldn't be at all surprised if um. It's January, February before I can get, get one. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised by that in the least. Even if I kind of try and pre-order one as soon as possible, I wouldn't um, be surprised if it's into next year. Yeah. Which again like, makes me think, I mean, even the 8 Plus, the one I want, even if I look now in the Apple store, I think it's only one to two weeks it says it'll deliver.
1: Yeah, which, which usually, whenever that's been that way, sort of for me in the past, has been a case of you actually get it sooner than that. Anyway, yeah, they
0: always overpromise, don't they?
1: Yeah. Yeah, you always um, always always get it in quicker. Um so
0: I don't know um, what that says uh, about the general landscape in people not really caring about the eight and eight plus as much this time around because everyone wants the ten.
1: I think that's it's really a positive thing, um, you know, sort of for uh how the platform's going and how how the sort of next next year, two years is sort of looking overall. Um you know, okay, so if the if this phone if this if the X is going to be unavailable to a lot of people for quite a while, but there's all that demand, you know, that that, that kinda of means that in the course of time over the next eighteen months, two years, quite a lot of people are going to move to having that phone. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we, we get an an update to it this time next year that will be some sort of bump. I assume I'm, I'm kind of assuming that that we are going to have this this form factor and this phone now for for the next two years at least in terms oh. of sort of Apple's offerings.
0: At least, at least, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a Plus model next year.
1: No, no, not at all. And um, so, yeah, uh, I don't know, Dave. But I do just think you know, if you've got the choice, if you can kind of hold on, um, then. I think the X really is the kind of no brainer sort of from a, a being part of the future and um and, and being best positioned for development really. Yeah. Uh but that that said, um, like you were saying before, the 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 chip in in the eights and the eight plus is a fantastic chip. It's going to be really very fast and very powerful. Um and the camera updates are great as well. And certainly with the um with the eight plus, you've you've got um, all of the depth information that's coming out of out of the, the the dual cameras and things like that as well, which I think is is going to continue to open up sort of new classes of apps as well. Um, yeah. So, you know, there's absolutely no way you can look at the, the, the eight and say it's an awful awful phone, um, because it's not. It's it's arguably a, a good progression to what's already a sort of solid form factor um but yeah if if you want to be part of the future i think you know the x is where you're going to have to go
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right that's it for this week if you've enjoyed the show we'd love it if you could give us a review on itunes or if you're an overcast user if you could hit that start button to recommend us that would be great uh also we'd like to remind you that we have our slack channel now and we'd love to invite you to join us if you'd like to there'll be instructions in the show notes or the best way is just to send us a message on twitter at wfr podcast and we'll get you signed up so dave before we go where can people find your work
1: um you can find my apps on roboheads.com that's Roboheads, spelt with a z at the end and you can find me on twitter at dw roboheads again spelt with a z at the end how about you dave
0: yeah, on Twitter I am at underscore Dave Knot. You can find my remote control for Cody at armchair remote.com and my app to help kids learn to read you can find it at spacereaders.com.